Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from Western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Welcome to the university, Master Lemon. I do appreciate you making this long trip today, but I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with the work our alchemists and engineers have done in improving the general firebomb. I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't exactly expecting your call, but uh, yeah, go ahead and show me what you got. So I know one of the biggest critiques and issues you have with the standard black or normal firebomb is the scaling properties well we have our alchemists have done a great job creating concoctions and chemical reactions that will scale to whatever stat you might need we have the holy firebomb that increases the more you believe it hurts the individual using your faith we have the green one that utilizes more dexterous dexterous uh, aspects if you so choose strength we have all the, the general things, but I feel like you are an individual of more refined taste. So let me show you this uh, this trick weapon. I believe you're familiar with trick weapons, correct? I may have used one or two in my time. Well, now here, it might look like a simple firebomb, a, a simple ploy, I assure you. When you twist the handle at the top, out, extending from the bottom of the vial, a handle and a chain extends from what we call the anus of the bottle. It's a very technical term. But it allows it to be swung around like a flail. So you can hit things with the firebomb in addition to chucking them. Now I have only one question. Of course. Does it scale with resistance? We have a... We, we can do that. Lemony! <laughs> resistance! You want resistance? Right. Stack it. Perfect. Lemony's on it. We'll, we'll, get, yeah. we'll get you a test, uh, test bed. But also, another one of your issues you say is you can never carry enough. Well, this is where our fanny bomb bag comes in. Now, the term fanny might make you think that it applies and is a bag near your posterior, but it actually is in front right around your hip where you would normally wear your belt. So it's a fanny bag that carries extra firebombs. Is it intimidating? I mean, you can bedazzle it or put spikes on it. I think that would be rather intimidating. (laughs) All right, that should do it. (laughs) Perfect. And before we go, I know your time is very, very precious. This is perhaps the cornucopia or epitome of technology. We call it the Chad. It's a firebomb that has been made and housed in a poison-enriched glass that when it shatters, it not only causes bleeding and poison on the enemy, it also engulfs them into fire, making just for a really bad day, like any Chad does. So I bequeath to you our first production model of the Chad firebomb. I, I look forward to using Chad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
god. Okay, well, thank you for these. I, uh, I will take these with me on my journeys, and uh, I'll report back to you when I have results. And anything else you need, any other tweaks, just let us know, and we'll get our alchemists and engineers right on it. Thanks. Make sure you do. Class is in session, and we're going to see if it's possible for me to record an episode of RPG University without saying the word like in this challenge run. As always, I'm your host, Scott White, also known as Professor RPG, and this week I had the pleasure of welcoming to the university, hailing from the backlogs on YouTube, on YouTube, speed and challenge runner and fellow Funko Land era gentleman, Submerged Lemon. How's it going, Lemon? That's going well. Thanks for having me. Of course. Happy to have you here. I absolutely love all your videos on YouTube and just the personality you have and the production you put into all your stuff and shot you a message hoping that you'd respond and you did. And here we are. So thank you, sir, for taking me up on my offer. Uh, my pleasure. So before we get into your content proper and kind of the approach you take with your challenge runs, what's kind of been your history, your your nerd history? Where did you get your start and what's kind of taken you to where you are now? Well, I guess that depends. Are we talking like the start start? Or are we talking like the start with YouTube? Where do you want me to wherever you'd how, like how to long start of a history lesson do you want what, what when did you get into games i know you mentioned in one of your uh, early videos i think when you first uploaded to you like your welcome video at uh, already filled i already said like um but <laughs> damn it start over start over <laughs> but one of your introductory videos i want to say on youtube mentioned that you were a funko land era uh you're old enough to remember funko land so like ah, damn when did, yeah, just <laughs> what got you into video games? What are some of the video games that you remember from your childhood? Yeah, sure thing. Okay. Uh, you are correct. I am, in fact, a Funko Land genre or age uh, individual. Um, it's, I don't think it's ever been a secret that I am probably old enough to be the father of most of my audience. Um, but I got into games probably when I was about five, I want to say. And this is back in the days. Where, you know, like we're talking the old stuff where you kind of had to use your imagination more than anything else, you know, um, where color was not a uh, <laughs> was not included. You had to kind of <laughs> use your creativity. Um, yeah. As a youth, um, I was always big into puzzles and things like that. And video games themselves just kind of introduced a whole new aspect to that. Um Oh, my parents, when I first started, of course, this is the era of like, no, don't, you know, don't be wasting your time in front of the boob tube. You got to be outside, that kind of thing. So they weren't like 100% on board, but I did have cousins who did have that kind of thing. And anytime they passed down an older console, because they would get the next one, you know, mm -hmm. um, I would, of course, hand it and they'd be like, all right, you know, you get a couple hours a day. That's it. But here you go. And so that's kind of started it. And from there, it never stopped. So, um, yeah, I've been gaming for probably about over 25 years at this point, and I've essentially just kind of watched genre of video games, the medium itself, uh, grow yeah. uh, from like its early walking days, and now it's just running. So, yeah, it. I'm 30. Or I'm going to be 35 in April, and like you just mentioned, it's been such an interesting, um history seeing video games progress because i remember nes graphics i remember all those things and progressing now to 
where games are near photorealistic in that sinks uh-huh. in that uncanny valley to see the birth and evolution of the internet um or pu- public consumer internet i guess but right. it's it's wild so how did you what were some of the were you a sega kid were you nintendo what was where did your allegiances lie i guess Right. Back in the old console wars. Um, Well, as someone who didn't have an actual say of which game consoles I was given, Mm -hmm. um, I I never really jumped onto either bandwagon. I did play a lot of Sega Genesis and then I jumped over to like the N64 for the next generation. Um, So I played both, but I also would go over to friends houses that had the Super Nintendo and things like that. So I Mm -hmm. kind of got a wide variety of games and honestly like i said i was so hungry for a video game that i didn't care what console it came on or didn't have any allegiance i just wanted to play the games so it's the games that matter love it exactly so growing up with games really diving in having that hunger tell us how that transitioned into kind of more modern day games and how you've mentioned on in your videos in whatnot you do challenge runs on youtube you do you've mentioned speed running and whatnot what got you into that avenue kind of that mindset of wanting to pursue challenge runs to pursue speed runs so um it was kind of interesting um i just been kind of playing games up until this point no real um challenge runs or anything like that i would occasionally do a personal challenge run for myself like just trying something different with the game because i enjoyed it but uh it didn't really come to a head until um gosh i guess it would be the first year of quarantine um obviously during that time you know i had a lot more free time i couldn't see friends i was kind of stuck in the house and i was honestly kind of losing a little bit of luster with video games which were my usual go-to mm-hmm. but anything in abundance and when you're kind of stuck in a room it gets kind of um kind of loses its luster so to kind of i didn't want to lose it because you know i've played for 25 years plus you know it's been such a fun ride i don't want to suddenly ruin it for myself so i decided uh, let's uh let's stream it let's do some speed runs or something um and so that's where it started i started on twitch doing speed runs of sultan sanctuary because it was kind of an underappreciated gem and there wasn't very many uh wasn't very many <laughs> entries <laughs> on the leaderboard so i was like oh mm-hmm. i can get a world record that sounds like something fun uh and i did for a little bit anyway um but uh so while i was doing that on twitch you know people were enjoying it they were watching it i had like you know five viewers maybe but uh out of the blue one of them asked me if i could do like a challenge run of the game they're like hey like and i like suggest trying like just this weapon only like oh yeah sure okay and i did that and all five viewers are like that was really cool can you do another one i was like yeah sure and one thing led to another and eventually i decided well like you know if obviously i don't really enjoy twitch all that much so what if i just put it on youtube like some of the people i actually enjoy watching Mm -hmm. you know like you know your your mitten squad and everybody else over there um so I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, they do it. Maybe I could do it. And uh, well, I mean, the first couple of videos show for themselves uh, <laughs> a little rough, <laughs> a little bit of a rough start, way harder than I thought it would be. Um, but 
it was fun and the few views that it got seemed like everyone was enjoying it so i just kind of kept doing it because it made video games fun again and i had some time to kill so uh, like i said one thing led to another the stoneball kept growing and here we are here you are so for people that might not be familiar what is your pitch to people like what is your channel what is the backlogs sure uh it's supposed to be me going through all of my backlog of video games because for anyone that like friends me on steam and looks it has like i think i let people look at my library thing is essentially my 401k it is <laughs> yeah i put i hear upsetting that upsetting amount of money into it right sure there you with know. you oh for sure like my my wife tells me, do you really need another video game? It's like, at this point, I'm just investing in my retirement. Like, that's all it is. Exactly. So yeah. that speak, that statement speaks to me on a, yeah. on a very deep level. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when we're all in the retirement home, we got to do something. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So it's that's what it's supposed to be was me going through my initially going through my backlogs. But um tend to kind of get hung up on certain games that I enjoy, which is fine. Uh, but the idea being is that, hey, I've got all these games in my library. They're all pretty cool, but everyone has kind of seen them at this point because my backlog is like 20 years behind at this point in time. Um, so to make it a little bit more interesting, it's like, hey, take this old game that you're familiar with. Let's put a challenge on it somehow. Let's like mm-hmm. remove a key component or just use one weapon or whatever the case may be. Um, and I try to keep it wholesome. I try to keep it pretty uh, relaxed and, uh, the dad jokes kind of creep in, but you know, uh, I think my audience understands and accepts that at this point. Um, and yeah, we just try to have a good time with it. I, I have to say the jokes, how much prep goes into the script? Like, do you have a script or is, are you just free balling it and ad libbing most of your, the dialogue that goes through in your videos. Oh God, no, it's, it's entirely scripted. Um, <laughs> if, if anyone's ever watched a live stream of me, they know that I am much less eloquent uh, when it comes to talking or at least forming jokes and sentences. Um, I've tried to ad lib before and it just makes me uncomfortable when it comes to making videos. So I just, I script the whole thing. Well, I have to say you're, you're the writing in your episodes is killer like it is fantastic and the character that you even the side characters that you've introduced and kind of built up and referenced like carl you mentioned earlier it's every time i watch one of your videos i will i get a good chuckle or laugh out of at least a few moments in in each video and i have to say you have such a good youtube like a video voice like an audio voice Thank you. Uh, it really completes the character. And did you make your uh, your graphic character the did, is lemon? Did you make lemons your <laughs> appearance? Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, it is based on the elite knight armor, which is my mm-hmm. favorite armor from Dark Souls one. Uh, but yes, I got bored one day and opened up paint 3D, which is basically Microsoft paint nowadays. Uh, and just drew all my little characters and I make and animate to all my little animations with them. I it's it's always a pleasure to watch your videos and see the little 
expressions out of such a simple design you have managed to get great expression out of them um paired with your voice and your writing in the scripts it's it's a very enjoyable watch um thank you so double thumbs up uh love your love (laughs) your stuff but when you're not one of the soulsborne games are incredibly prevalent on your channel in these challenge runs that you do in addition you've done resident evil games you've done XCOM, but hmm? what are some of the games that you play when you're not feeling like you have to make content for the youtube channel like do you have a comfort game that you go to that you just enjoy like for me it's Mega Man x i could if i can't think of a game to play i just default to Mega Man x on super nintendo i just love that game what do nice. you play when you're not making content? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> or has it turned into basically you only play games to make content at this point? I try my best to remind myself to play a game for fun. And I do have a second channel where I do just that. You know, I'll just be streaming, but it's it's technically content. But honestly, I'm just playing the game. There's no challenge run. There's nothing like that. Um, usually I use those streams as inspiration to play through a game for fun um because i'm sure as you know like if you look at a catalog of 100 200 300 plus games you just kind of stare at it and you have no idea (laughs) you have no idea where to start Um, you have nothing to play even though you have hundreds of games on your shelf right to the side of you you have nothing to play i get it right how how am i supposed to work with this um (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but yeah no um as far as games that i would play on the reg uh as far as something i'd play i don't know at this point i hate to say it but it has kind of evolved into because of the machine that i have created here um is pretty much i'm playing a game and that game i'm playing is the one that will probably be made into content mm-hmm. um so yeah so unfortunately i don't really have too many games that i'm playing just for fun or that i go back to all the time though i will say uh dark souls one is my comfort food um know it so well inside and out that i don't get frustrated with it and it still surprises me every now and again which is why i love making content for it um yeah so which is kind of best case scenario is Mm -hmm. i know people would watch this out people will watch it but i'm also having fun making it so it it works out perfectly fine and i think that matters uh because you're the pleasure and joy you take out of game or and I think this extends to any content when you care about something and genuinely love it, it comes through and is respected, I think. Yeah, no, I, w- I would completely agree. It's it's hard to watch somebody if you feel like that air of being ingenuine. Yeah, that's a word. Um, just the. Like, you know, that whole, hey, gamers, it's time to, you know, like, I don't, I don't have time for that. I don't, you know, it's your I don't, boy, it's lemon. Your boy lemon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we don't, no, we don't do that here. Um, day that I have to force myself to play a game, the day that I have to put on that air, the day that I'm done, you know, I just, it's not what I'm here for. And I don't think that's what anyone else is here for either. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it wouldn't come out like, you might be able to do it as like a fun April Fool's Day joke, like mm-hmm. really crank it up to ooh girl or <laughs> oh, <God>. gamer boy <laughs> levels. Ooh <laughs> lemon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that your genuine enjoyment of the game and 
your just sheer knowledge and expertise in the game matters and that's what people come for and it comes through good i'm glad it does but <laughs> just get worried one of the things so i was looking through your videos um and i and i came across a can you speed run the entire space jam 1996 website <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i just have to say that website makes me so happy because it takes me back oh i know right it oh, just it's, it's it's terrifying. It's terrifying to look at it now and be like, this is what we were dealing with in the 90s. Like, this was what a is Hollywood this? produced web page. Mm-hmm. Official and professional web page with, yeah. the, with the tiling sparkle background. And <laughs> it's oh, it's GeoCities goodness. It's mm-hmm. um. But yeah, I saw that and as I'm I'm on it right now and it hurts my eyes in the best way possible. Oh, oh um, I know. It's it's glorious. And it's so <laughs> it's so small on modern day mo- like computer screens because it was mm-hmm. made for sub sub D or like standard definition. So all right. this empty space. It is just glorious. And I just want to thank you for for featuring it on your channel. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I've I've um, never had the chance outside of like my local friends to talk about the wonders that is the Space Jam 1996 website, mm-hmm. and you gave me the ability to do that on on the podcast. So, uh, oh. props. More people need to speed run old Geo Cities websites. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't think th- I don't think they do, <laughs> but I think <laughs> I think it is worth at the very least looking at them. It's like anything, it's important to see where you came from. You know, like you can play the modern, like they, like you said, and Mega Man X, mm-hmm. some game, amazing stuff. But you got to play the first one just so you can actually appreciate it and be like, oh, well, this was not good before. Okay, no. we're, this is great now. You know, like you know, yeah. Go <laughs> or, from and, Mega you know, Man One to Mega Man yeah. Two, then then you'll see why people hold those games, especially Mega Man Two, and in such high regard. Exactly. Yeah. And not to not to rag on Mega Man or anything like that. But I'm just saying, like, there was mm. everyone had to walk before they could run. And it's important to see that, especially with the old Internet. Yeah. Just oh man. It, it's such an interesting time capsule. <laughs> to uh, to see where we're <laughs> at now. And like, yeah, this was the pinnacle. I mean, it has the games button. It's just spinning around in a circle. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. nifty. And then, oh, gosh, it has a trivia quiz. Okay, so Lemon. Oh, no. <laughs> what rival calls bugs a long-eared galoot? Is it A, Wiley, Wild E. Coyote, B, Elmer Fudd, C, Yosemite Sam, or D, Witch Hazel? I don't even remember Witch Hazel, but it's on a bright red background with some vampire-like creatures. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to say Yosemite Sam because Wiley E. Coyote doesn't talk and Elmer Fudd would have had some sort of uh, stuttering or something else going on in there. So it's got to be. Or borderline racist. Uh, exactly. Comment. Yes. <laughs> right. You are right. Yosemite Sam called bugs a long eared galoot. Good job. You win. Thanks. You win, Lemon. I, what do I win? Uh, a firebomb. Is that a threat or a prize? I don't. I I will <laughs> join your game and drop a single firebomb for you, and that'll work. Okay. <laughs> Except. 
<laughs> you'll have to you'll have to fix the Dark Souls one servers, but until you but once you do that, I accept your prize. I'll leave it to the modding community. Oh, okay. <laughs> so when you do a lot of these speedruns, I know Bloodborne, you obviously play on PlayStation 3, but what is your go-to platform when you play these games? Or does it not really matter? Um well it no, it does. Um I have probably been a PC gamer for probably I would say the last 12 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, after the PS4, the Xbox 360, um, I didn't really invest in the future consoles after that point, mostly because a lot of their games come to PC anyway, so there's no point. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I just, I don't know. Now, nowadays, it just seems like I can't really get behind the the new consoles as hard as I could with the old stuff. Um yeah, I mean, it's it's just a computer, but with less things I can do on it. So I just don't really get involved. Um, yeah, PC makes it easier for me. That's cool. So do you have a what do you think, I guess, of one of the biggest bonding communities is the Souls community? I feel like there's always great stuff, whether it's the randomizers or what have you. There always seems to be something cool being cooked up by the, the Souls community. Do you ever are you much into modding or looking into to mods? Um, I don't do them myself. I don't have that kind of technical ability. Um, but as far as like looking into mods go, it depends on the game. If I haven't played it before, I usually don't want to do that just because I want to see what the developer's vision or whatever it ended yeah. up being uh, was originally. Um, with like Dark Souls One, for example, I'll gladly add in a couple mods here and there just because of either a quality of life things that I think would be like, they don't hurt anything. Uh, like for example, with all my challenge runs for dark souls one, I always have the uh, graphics mod on, you know, just to kind mm-hmm. of put up a little, it doesn't affect anything. It makes the frame rate issues go away and you know, people enjoy looking at things that are pretty. Uh, but uh, yeah, with, so like with dark souls one on my free time when I'm just kind of feeling uh, relax and want to try something different, then yeah, I'll throw on a mod or two just to kind of see what the community has to offer or, uh, so, you know, experience it again for the first time kind of deal, you know? Yeah. Now I, I'm curious, have you ever thought of doing with a mod when you're doing your challenge runs where it's a specific item, like recently the punching only, um, in, was it darks? Or, or like we'll do a crossbow or what have you is it huh? do you ever think about oh i'll just spawn one or have it automatically in my inventory from the start so i don't have to seek it out per se sure so it depends um like for the crossbow runs more often than not i can get the crossbow without having to do too much legwork uh so that becomes just a little additional bit of the challenge run itself which mm-hmm. i enjoy doing you know um however for some runs like the crystal ring shield one that i did for dark souls one you can't get that until you're more than halfway through the game um so with that kind of thing when i just want to showcase something that's i think is really cool and no one really pays attention to Mm -hmm. then yeah i'm okay with modding it in and just kind of be like hey we all agree to disagree that this is fine okay okay and then we just kind of move on so that's cool. One of the things I in the you recently a little under a week ago, you started kind of a new side series. You have a little faith and this kind of transitions mm-hmm. into the next question I was going to ask is what's 
your process when you come up with an idea? I want to see if this is possible for a speed run. What's your process in developing or fleshing out or even seeing if something is possible to do for an upcoming challenge run video? Uh, well, it depends. If it's a game that I'm very familiar with, like anything in the Soulsborne uh, list of games there, generally speaking, if someone suggests a que- like some sort of uh, thing or if I think of what off the top of my head, I probably know at least <laughs> base bones like, is it possible? Yes or no. Um, which is good because it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. sometimes to get like 60% into a run and then you realize, oh, I can't go any further. But uh, yeah, so I'll start with the yes or no. And once I know that, then, like you said, with that video I showed there with the little faith, that's pretty much my process. If I have the yes, it's like, cool. Ow. And then I'll just dive in as hard as I can, usually into the wikis, um, because that's where usually I can find uh, accurate information about just uh, the weapons I'm interested in, any stats I might have to do, any hangups that are going to come along the way, and you know, just things that I can make my build as I go. Yeah, um, it's it's hard to do a run ad hoc. You know, like you can't just uh, well, I'll you know I'll punch my way through Dark Souls and then just kind of figure it out as you go. That's a that's a strategy for driving yourself insane. You gotta <laughs> you gotta improve it as fast as you can, as quickly as you can, and uh, having a game plan beforehand really helps with that. Um, now, if it's a game that I'm not familiar with, then I run the risk of like, well, yes or no, I don't know, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll do my best. But then there's also like the worst possible scenario where it's a game I don't know the answer to and the wiki is unfinished. And it's, you know, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> going no. in blind. Exactly. And then sometimes that happens, like working on one right now. That is very much that it's no one's ever done it. No, there's no information about how this works so i'm just like well i i'll record it and at the very least we'll get a story you know and it's just kind of how we do it but usually in best case scenarios especially when i try to keep to my time limits um as far as like you know getting content out uh yeah i try to do as much solid research beforehand as possible what is like how far in advance do you have to plan or how far in advance do you start researching for an idea you have uh, day before <laughs> you do uh, a hell no. of a lot of or you do a lot of work in 24 hours sir and that's incredibly impressive <laughs> thank you uh yeah no it's um the machine i've created like i said before is kind of like you know a once a week video most part occasionally mm-hmm. i have some free time or a creative spark where i make something like you know the the yelf video um but as far as it goes yeah basically start of the week do my research um, and then usually like that'll be depends on how extensive the research is, but it's usually like one or two hours worth of research. Um, from there, I'll start up the run and see, is this going to work or is this going to be like extremely painful and not, not mm-hmm. fun and therefore not make a good video. Uh, and as long as it sticks with it and it works out okay, like at least it gets off to us like semi-decent start, uh, then that's it. Then I'll just, uh, the run as fast as i can as best i can um hopefully finish it in about two days or three days worth of you know, grind and then uh from there i just have to start you know writing the script editing the audio uh everything you know putting it all together and then adding music and all that good stuff oh wow so, that 
that that's impressive. I, I figured I was assuming, OK, you might have like a week or two built up and buffered. So you have you start researching, you research for a week or something that to do it all in a week. That's. You, sir, are glorious, the, uh, the, the, <laughs> even more impressive. <laughs> but has there been with that week leeway or that week work time and with you having done this for a couple of years now, is there a challenge run maybe in the earlier days that you started and then partway through you're just like, no, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of them. Um, there's, it depends. Some of them are just impossible to do because the game literally won't let me. Um, and then there's other ones that are just where I could probably do it. I would lose my soul. And and if the potato run from Sultan Sanctuary taught me anything, it's that sometimes it's just not worth it. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, so like, for example, um, one run that I really wanted to do and I just can't find a way to do it is uh, Dark Souls 1 Karmic Justice only. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you're familiar with the spell, but basically it's a spell that you cast it and then after you get hit a certain number of times, you explode. <laughs> and it does amazing damage and it can probably correctly mm-hmm. one shot bosses the problem is is that in order to trigger it something has to hit you like five times in a row each hit has to be within three seconds and, and, for, and i i try i'm trying so hard to figure out a way to do it because it would just be so cool to just no one ever talks about it i don't think um but I, I just can't figure out a way to do it because the bosses are too slow. They don't hit that yeah. fast and it's just not possible. So until I figure out some mechanic to make that work, it's just not going to happen. Um, and then as far as other ones where like they would break my soul, uh, the Monster Hunter World Palico only run. Oh, I just, I just can't awful. do it. <laughs> I'd be so bad. It, it is bad. It's very bad. <laughs> I tried. Um, I could not get past the first boss, the Great Jagras. Um, just i can't tell the cat to do anything because mm-hmm. it's a freaking cat and so it has a bind of its own and it just <laughs> and i'm sitting there and i'm like oh he hit it he hit it and it's yeah he did but we have 30 minutes and yeah that <laughs> and he's time, only hit it five that, times that exactly. time limit's gonna get you at that point exactly yeah and so i'm sure it can be done i know there's a way to do it and i'm but I just don't have an hour each boss to, yeah. <laughs> to sit and hope, you know, especially so if you're having that issues out. with the very first one, let alone exactly. the elder dragons later on and whatnot. Yeah. I don't even know. So on the, on the flip side, I'm curious next year, there's every year there's tons of games. Even we're about to enter a brand new God of war, brand new Sonic tactics, ogre, all sorts of games like in the next couple weeks but are there games that are on your radar whether they're remakes or brand new products that you're looking forward to to not only just enjoy normally but that could be thinking oh that could that could be a good challenge challenge speedrun game sure um i hate to say it but i'm so behind at this point with all my games that i don't (laughs) usually look forward i I always have to look back Mm -hmm. you know appropriate for the name but uh, that said, I recently saw like the Resident Evil 4 remake stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and having just come off of playing that game and remembering how much I enjoyed playing it. Um, like, I mean, I did the challenge run, but then I also went back and just played it normally. Just did another run of it because I was like, this is great. And I mm-hmm. just, you know, just had a good time. 
So to see the new ideas that Capcom is coming out with for the Resident Evil 4 franchise, it's like, oh, that one. I, I, I have been extremely impressed with how they've been doing their remakes. You know, it's yeah. not just a reskin. It's not just improving the graphics. Uh, so to see all the new ideas they're coming out with, I am actually extremely excited and hope that they keep the, you know, the old humor alive as best mm-hmm. they can. But even if they don't, even if that kind of falls to the wayside, it'll still be, I, th- I hope, um, good entry and definitely something I would invest in for sure. Yeah, I do appreciate that they've already shown Leon pairing the chainsaw guy with his pistol. Mm-hmm. Like just blocking exactly. the chainsaw with his his stinky pistol. <laughs> yeah. It's like you sold me. Yep. The you humor sold. is there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> now, in your backlog, are there games that you're kind of eyeing to that you haven't done challenge runs for yet? Yes. Yeah. There's there's a few. Um, the as far as ones that I've haven't actually done challenge run for at all yet, uh, I do really want to do a Neo challenge run people keep asking me to do that one it, i think it would be fun it's just mm-hmm. a really long game though so i just haven't had the time um along that same vein uh xcom 2 uh, looks great looks fun but i don't i've never played it before so until mm-hmm. i actually play through it i don't have I, I don't trust myself to try and do a challenge run you know um there's those and then of course elden ring i haven't on a challenge run or played through Elden Ring yet, so I should probably do that <laughs> but at some point. <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, there's, there's the plenty in there. Oh yeah, I've I've made it hard on myself. Um, I'm not sure how ingrained you are with uh, what's going on in the channel, but basically, not a huge fan of Elden Ring because it just doesn't click for me. It's a mm-hmm. great game, never deny it's a great game, but it just doesn't click very well for my tastes. Mm-hmm. But it, but it's also the end cap to the Firebomb Goddess saga, saga. Yeah. So it has to be done. And so I, you know, me being me, I'm like, well, the Souls game should see what it is. And so if I'm going to play it and if I'm going to do it, it'll one challenge run for it, I'm going to do everything. So I, <laughs> my community <laughs> did it for me. They came up with a list of all the bosses so that I know like a checklist. So I know yeah. that I've completed the game proper. So I have to beat 255 plus bosses with, <laughs> with only fire bombs. <laughs> so, so I'm looking at that one. I'm like, oh, fuck, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very yeah, nice no. of them making a check checklist, at least. For oh, yeah, you. no, they're, they're, they're great. They, they're always giving me everything I need. Yeah. <laughs> What's the most outlandish challenge run suggestion that your community has cooked up for you? Perhaps the most sadistic one. uh, God, they're they're obviously joking when they say it. Yeah, but it's it's like uh, Dark Souls New Game Plus ninety nine one handed behind your back blindfolded (laughs) with with bare fists. It's like, oh yeah, okay, I'll get right on that. Give me uh, how long do you have to live? Uh, Let me know. (laughs) Yeah, no, they the jokes that people come up with about like what be technically possible it's there but yeah. my god i will never <laughs> <laughs> so with the growth of your channel and everything i mean right now you're sitting at 187,000 subscribers all with only doing it for about two years at this point amazing mm-hmm. growth is there a moment or a video that you like view from kind of 
the metric standpoint from behind the scenes you view is like this is what really took off the channel or is like is there a before this video and post that video kind of history as it were yeah sure um so i would from a purely uh logistics and numbers point of view there is yeah um it would seem from what i've looked at and the 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 analytics that i've uh, given a look to um when i did my first dark souls run and i think it was like christmas actually um I had done up to that point, I had done nothing but Sultan Sanctuary. And mm-hmm. I think I had gotten about maybe 500 subscribers at that point, which is amazing, honestly, considering what it is. Um, but I put that one out <clears throat> and that one, a whole new audience. Um, so that kind of got the ball rolling. And then out of the blue, that's like the first one I would attribute to. Mm-hmm. But then the, the main one that really kicked the snowball downhill uh, was I did a Dark Souls 3 run, the um, Summoned Weapons Only. That's what it was. Uh, to this day, I think, it is the only video I have that has actually cracked a million views, I want to say. There's plenty that have gotten close, but mm-hmm. that one that one's the only one that's done it. And it happened so fast and so quickly, I have no idea what was going on. Um, basically, the algorithm god said, hey, today's your day. <laughs> hopefully the one i picked is good and thankfully people enjoyed that video um yeah that one just shot through the roof i think if you go on like social blade or something like that any Mm -hmm. of those websites you'll see like because i put that one out in march of this year yeah say eight months ago so that would have been yeah Yeah. march but that's the one where i went from getting like ten thousand subscribers a month to i think it was like over a hundred some ridiculous number maybe not that high but it was very ridiculous it like blows the rest of the the f out of the water Mm -hmm. um and again i have no idea why it picked that particular one i don't know if that was just a neat idea that everyone really liked or if it was just my day to shine i don't know uh but yeah that was definitely the one kind of broke in everything and from there on it's just been kind of just a, a fun sprint down the hill but uh I don't I I wish I understood because <laughs> you know that would make my job a lot easier but at the same time like I'm also just grateful and just happy that it just it's a cool video to to run with you know so I'm pretty sure if you did figure that out uh you could sell that and never have to work another day in your life just <laughs> to everyone on YouTube this is how you do it I've I've cracked right. the code Mhm and it can, the code can be yours for ninety nine ninety nine for three easy installments of thirty three thirty three. We like to keep things easy for you, but wait, yeah, there's no. more. <laughs> oh, I love the yeah. old infomercials, man. I remember oh. watching them late at night just because I was a weird kid and just all the mm. all the commercials. Oh no, I, I get you. <laughs> so, are you a fan of? from software games in general like armored core like i'm a uh, i love from software stuff like i go back to the armored core days so i'm just curious if you more swear your allegiance mostly to just the souls born or if you're from software uh library is more varied sure i uh i i hate to say it i haven't really I've into most of mm-hmm. FromSoft's like original stuff. Like I haven't ever played like Kingsfield or I haven't gotten my hands on Armored Core or maybe I did. 
I have recollection of playing mech games in the past, mm-hmm. but I don't can't say for certain that it was Armored Core. Um, but yeah, so unfortunately, uh, judging by how I've reacted to certain FromSoft games, um, can say with confidence that it's not like FromSoft will 100% give me the game I want every time. Yeah. Uh, so no, I wouldn't swear my allegiance to FromSoft, but I am a big fan of medieval RPG. So Dark Souls obviously hits that itch really good. But then there's just if you give me knights and you give me stats, I, I'm I'm sold. Just where do I sign? So so are you intrigued by Final Fantasy 16 then since it's going back to more of the the medieval aspect? Is it? I honestly I haven't even <laughs> like I said, I am completely lost when it comes to the new stuff coming out unless someone directly throws it in my face. So uh, no, I haven't even heard. Is it uh like the old final fantasies like three four and five kind of deal or are we uh like how how medieval are they going uh knights castles giant crystals and dragons uh i would the new trailers are, are very impressive but it's more of an action base because they recruited the lead combat designer from devil may cry so you're oh, wow. like okay. taking combat mechanics from like the summons you get and you can there's giant summon fights and whatnot but it's got knights gotcha. it's got medieval <laughs> stuff and it's fantasy RPG, so. Uh, well, in that case, yes, might you be, have might be worth just, just checking out a checking out a trailer. But yeah, no, I'll, stop. I'll have to check that out as soon as we're done here. Yeah. So, in a more philosophical question, as you are submerged lemon, does that mean there exists a floating lemon, or what holds down and keeps submerged lemon submerged? Uh, probably patience, if I had to guess. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's honestly, it's an old gamer tag is all that really is, is I was in oh, back in the days of the 360, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you had to come up with a creative, unique username and, you know, Leap Gamer 420, unfortunately, was taken. So I had to uh, kind of go outside of my comfort zone. But what I did was I basically just kind of what was it? I think what happened was one of the generic avatars that were available was just a picture of a lemon. If memory serves. Mm-hmm. Then later on, I just called myself uh, lemon, I think. And then later on with like when I decided to switch over to steam, I was like, well, okay, there's no generic thing. So I had to look up lemons to, <laughs> to find a lemon. And I found an image of basically a, fruit of lemon just being thrown into water like it's (laughs) if you are if you are looking for a serene image i would i would recommend typing in submerged fruit like just or submerged lemon submerged watermelon whatever you want to say whatever your favorite fruit is um because a picture with like the camera is underwater already so it's just this fruit entering the water bubbles all around it and for some reason that speaks to me and i have no idea why but I saw that image is like, oh, the merged lemon. And I and there we go. And that was it. And so and a uh, legend up was until born. Exactly. And up until recently, that has been uh my staple for years and years and years until you know I well, we started the backlogs. I wasn't gonna call it submerged lemon. That felt like I wouldn't really uh <laughs> doesn't really tell you what the channel's about. Exactly, yes. And and I, you know, I'm going to introduce myself as Lemon, but calling myself Submerged Lemon every time uh, is kind of long and annoying. So I just shortened it down to Lemon, and here we are. Yeah, it, it wouldn't flow off the tongue. Hey, bo- it's your boy, Submerged Lemon. 
<laughs> it's your boy lemon flows much better it does uh so with with doing challenge runs what do you hope or how do you hope to continue to evolve or um grow or what what do you want backlogs to be or look like in another two years what do you hope for it well, <laughs> that's a very hard question to answer. Um, honestly, don't know. Um, I hope, obviously, that I can keep doing what I'm doing. I have been very much enjoying just uh, getting to do what I do for fun and, you know, for profit as well. Um, but uh, as far as where we're going in the future, I don't entirely know. Um, there will always be more games to play. There will always be more challenges to do. So I'm not too worried about that. But I it might just be interesting to kind of keep playing with that formula um i don't know we're gonna have to keep throwing things at the wall and see what sticks so far it seems like people have been interested in naive little faith that it just kind of gives a little bit of an a peek behind the curtain mm-hmm. so to speak i feel like a lot of people are either interested in challenge runs but don't know where to start or they're intimidated by the idea so like fully Hopefully, I can continue that series because so far it's gotten a pretty decent uh, review. Um, but I'd like to do that. I'd like to kind of introduce more people into the challenge run scene. I'd like to kind of make it more approachable, if that makes any sense. No, hundred um, percent. For me, uh, it's it's always been this along with speed running. I I love watching them. I love thinking about what I would like to do, but at the same time. I want to do one that I haven't necessarily seen done a lot like a Final Fantasy No Sphere Grid. I've seen that done or use just this weapon in uh, a game. I want to for me, it's I don't know where to start. Like I want I know I want to do like try a challenge run, but landing on what challenge run I want to do. It's like, what what do I want to do? And it's like what we talked about earlier. We have a plethora of games to our side but it's like i don't know what to play i have nothing to play Mm -hmm. and it's with challenge runs or speed runs it opens up even more because then for each game you have near infinite amount of options you could then take that it's like where do where do where do i start Mm -hmm. and how how do you pick well uh it kind of depends um if you're brand new to the idea of challenge running, I best advice to you is to one, pick a game that you're intimately familiar with, something that you know inside and out. That way, as far as the research side of things goes, you won't be overwhelmed. Um, and then from there, now that you've got the game chosen, maybe think about like what part of this game do I enjoy the most? would that be enough to kind of get through the game by on its own or what, uh, or is there a certain part of this game that has always interested me and I've never really put too much weight into it? For example, uh, for me and the fire bombs, which <laughs> completely, <laughs> completely, complete accident <laughs> that, that that's been what it is. Um, but that's what it was. It was just, I had never really given too much thought to fire bombs. I was like, Oh yeah, there they are. There's an item you can throw, I guess. I don't know, but I have a sword. So why would I ever bother? Um, and of course, my wife proved me wrong on that one, uh, <laughs> showing me that you can make an entire build around nothing but the firebombs and it be valid. Um, and so that's just kind of what happened. I started wondering the age old question of like, what if I actually used 
all the consumables the game keeps putting in my pockets. Like, what if I didn't just wait until the end boss and even then not use them? Um, yeah, just you got to think of what uh, what part of your game interests you the most. If there's a challenge on there, great. And if there's not, just think about like how just kind of play off of that. Just mm-hmm. Kind of use the spider webs from there. Um, but yeah, it's it's all about just starting simple, I would say. Um, and then nowadays for me, <clears throat> so I've done most of the games that I'm ultimate from ultimately familiar with. Um, nowadays it comes down to, well, what game do I want to play? And then I'll pick something. Cause it's like, okay, mm-hmm. yes, this seems fun. Um, then from there, it's like, okay, now what part of this game interests me? It's, you know, same exact thing. What part of this game interests me the most? And has anyone does this, done this before or to get very little attention? Mm-hmm. And then I'll just kind of go from there. Good, good advice. Have you d- dabbled at all with randomizers with like Soulsborne games? Oh God, um, <laughs> I have. Yes, <laughs> uh, they. I don't know if I'd ever consider that as a challenge. Run. It's fun for streams, but my God, it does <laughs> it does not <laughs> lend well to a challenge run because it's just like, all right. So I'm going to start this challenge, and I'm already over encumbered. Uh, okay, no, I re- quickly regret my decision. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's um. So you mentioned your wife has helped you with planning out builds. Is she much of a gamer as well? Uh, not as much. She gets um vertigo when playing video games. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's just one of those things, mm-hmm. you know. But she can play up down games with pretty much no issue as long as there's not a whole lot of movement on screen. So she is like big into Stardew Valley, th- things of that nature. Okay. Um, so she. She's not unfamiliar with video games. Oh, and she also likes to play beat em ups like uh, Lost Castles, like an old, like a tiny little gem, but more familiar ones would be like uh, Street Fighter, things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, so she is familiar with video games. She understands all the concepts. She doesn't play them very often. Mm-hmm. But if I ever have trouble with something or if I just need an idea, I'm like, you know, I'll just be like, hey, what do I do with this? And she'll just kind of propose something off the wall. That is like that's crazy enough. It just might work, and it usually does. But um, wives are awesome so yeah, like she, that. No, yeah, no, just she's the greatest. Um, yeah, so I do use her as a bouncing off the wall kind of uh, person. She's my go-to whenever I'm stuck. Awesome, awesome. And if she's a big fan of uh, beat 'em ups, highly, highly recommend the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. It's a newer oh. game. But it's yeah. done in a style. It it feels like a Turtles in Time sequel. Absolutely yeah, no. magical. They brought back the old voice actors from the old cartoon from they the really? 80s. My God. It <laughs> has gorgeous sprite graphics. See, I'm a big sprite mm-hmm. guy. Like, I love pixel graphics, and I attribute that to, like, growing up with Super Nintendo and all those. Of course. Absolutely gorgeous. So... Mm, okay yeah i'll definitely have to add that to the list for sure but so yeah uh well i know we already touched on it about your tips or advice but um let's say someone really likes dark souls what would you suggest is a good starter challenge run for a dark souls player that wants to get into challenge runs sure uh i would probably recommend doing a one weapon run be the like, one weapon type run mm-hmm. i should say uh that way as far as research as far as research goes you can just look at a single set of weapons 
can look you can plot out your path a little easier because you you know like all right well i've only got eight options as far as things i collect go so uh there, there's that and chances are you're familiar with the weapon type already so it shouldn't be too bad as far as like trying to adjust um but then you might also like play with weapons from that category you've never used before so me personally i really love daggers uh, I love parrying and reposting and just seeing like mm-hmm. double digit numbers and be like, yes, you know. Um, but when I recently did one, like I think it did a stream, I haven't actually put out a video yet. Uh, but when I did the challenge run, I was like, okay, you know, like here's the dagger I always use, blah, blah, blah. And then I got one that I've never seen before or used before, I should say. Um, I was like, well, we have it. We might as well use it. It fits the run. It had an amazing moveset I have never seen before. It was literally like you, you were dancing and spinning in circles while slashing everywhere. I was like, "What is this? And where, <laughs> where has this been?" You know, and it's just one of those things. And this, and this is Dark Souls we're talking about. Yeah. I thought I knew everything, and it's here. It is just some brand new moves that I've never seen in my life. Changes everything. Never seen anything used. Exactly. Yeah. It suddenly became like, oh man, I could just do a one run with just this weapon. Like, and it was just yeah. So, I would highly recommend just picking like whatever your favorite weapon is, starting there. Then make sure you dabble at the very least with all of the weapons in that category because you might find something new. Well, that that would be my suggestion there. Good one. And finally, do you have a favorite challenge run that you've done? Whether it's it was the most fun or the biggest um, accomplishment. What's what's your favorite your favorite challenge run you've done? Your favorite video? Oh God, um, I would not be able to tell you what my favorite video is. I. It, it changes constantly. It's always like, oh, this is my favorite. No, wait, this one, you know, it's mm-hmm. good. It's a good problem to have. For sure. Um, but as far as it goes, I would probably have to say the one that got me or the one that I look back the most fondly on, weirdly, is uh, the potato only run from Sultan Sanctuary. Because um, while I did say earlier in this podcast that it's like, oh, God, I made a terrible mistake when I <laughs> when I did that run. <laughs> and it and it was it was it was. I lost a piece of sanity that day, but at the same time, um, that run changed a lot. It introduced me to like my community in the sense that, uh, everybody was suddenly on board. Like it was like the in jokes were there. It was now like everyone understands what the potato is. It's great. Um, it helped me as far as like my editing style goes, because I introduced like, um, the modder that helped create the mod for me. Um, and I like it made me like write a little bit of like an end scene that was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a lot of growth in that video. There was there was a lot of it was a very big personal milestone for me to get that video out, which was really good. Um, and on top of that, uh, I <laughs> accidentally got the attention of Scott Studios, the ones that create that game, um, which was interesting because that kind of helped me recognize Mm -hmm. what a lot of people tend not to recognize is that everywhere you see like all these video game companies, all these YouTubers, podcasters, everybody, we're all just people. Yeah. We're just regular people that have done a thing. And so like to see somebody like, Hey, I'm a regular guy and I enjoyed that. And it's like, but you made a game studio. It's like, yeah, but I enjoyed that. And it's like, Oh, okay. (laughs) You know? So it's helped me recognize that like, okay to dream big and it's okay to like reach out to people you normally would be like oh no no they'll never they'll never talk to me it's so no yeah like yeah go for it you know like shoot shoot them a shoot them a text shoot them a message you know and you never know you might 
this like yeah i've never considered doing a podcast before but you, you took a chance you sent me a message I was like oh cool yeah yeah so <laughs> the worst thing just, someone just, can do it. is just not answer i mean exactly but no, exactly and then you're cool. exactly where you were when you started so like right. what's 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 the loss yeah 100 percent. so that was good 100 percent well, Lemon, it has been such a, a great time and privilege to talk to you, sir. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and giving a, a bigger look behind the the curtains of your your channel and kind of your process to pick games and whatnot. It's been great talking to you. Yeah, same. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for, uh, so much for joining me. Yeah, of course, of course. But I know we've mentioned your YouTube channel, but where can people find you online? What do you have cooking? Go ahead and plug YouTube, Patreon, whatever you got. Um, plug away. Okay. Uh, I'll keep it simple for you. Uh, as far as where you can find me, uh, your best bet is the backlogs. Um, I think I finally have enough of a hierarchy <laughs> on YouTube that I can say that if you <laughs> type in the backlogs, it should be me at the top there. Uh, if you see a little cartoon night helmet, you've found the right place. Um, from there, if you want anything else like Patreon or the discord or anything like that, just look in the video description of any of my videos. It'll all be right there. So I won't bog you down. Perfect. And I highly recommend if you are a fan of challenge runs, speed runs, or just generally good video game content on YouTube, be sure to give lemon a follow over on the backlogs on YouTube. And thank you to each and every one of you who's listened today. Be sure to rate and review us on your preferred podcast services. I'd really appreciate it. If you have an RPG you would like us to feature on an episode, tweet at underscore RPG University with the hashtag RPGU with your suggestion, or you can share your own favorite RPGs and memories directly with me on Twitter at Professor RPG. As always, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to one another, class dismissed. <laughs>